Hi, I'm Jayant Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. We are talking about COVID-19 again in today's episode. but we're linking it to coverage of the bihar elections so reporting on this election the first in the age of covid-19 presents a number of challenges for reporters covering the campaigns and we wanted to give you a sense of that among the biggest is though the election commission has presented a number of guidelines election time particularly in bihar is pretty much a festival on its own and that brings with it many associated challenges just today for instance that's october 21 The Election Commission reiterated its guidelines for campaigning during the pandemic and noted that many parties and candidates in Bihar had been lax in maintaining discipline about crowd size. So we'll discuss this and other aspects of covering this election with the Hindu's political editor Nistula Hebber, who's just back from a reporting tour in Bihar, and she'll tell us what she saw and experienced on the ground. Nestula welcome back from Bihar and thank you so much for joining us uh, soon after for this episode of in focus thank you for asking me jan right so of course uh, the bihar election this is the first election in the age of uh, covid-19 the first election that you know that, that we are covering during a pandemic and so um just wanted to get an, some initial impressions of your of your of your trip there and your coverage how has it changed the way you cover an election Yes well you know I've always maintained that the most fun part of uh, being a political journalist is to cover elections because it's like a festival in this country lots of people and you know people trying their luck I mean some people who you would meet who you think had no chance in hell of winning at all so why are you even attempting to stand for like huge optimism so you know uh, a lot of fun talking to people chasing interviews chasing politicians chasing people angles etc etc but this time round you have to be so mindful of covid uh, sops now for yourself first of all let me tell you that uh, when you go to uh, cover these things uh, there is no media house that uh, has come up with a sort of sops for traveling journalists we have been asking each other uh reporters have been asking each other as to what the other has been doing in terms of best practices if you escaped getting covid then you get hold of that reporter and ask what had, what did you do that you managed to escape uh, covid and actually then follow these received sort of sops we don't know whether they work or not but you for the lack of uh, anything concrete around you do you do what you have to and uh, so uh, you have to be very mindful of a you have to wear a mask all the time you have to be very very sure that if you're going to a crowded place it has to be worth it you know you'll get a 100 carat 24 carat story out of it so if it's just to loiter there's no there's no point in loitering anymore i mean political uh, you know recurring elections was also about loitering you know and just chatting and shooting the breeze with people a lot of that uh, has just been sucked out of uh, of election coverage at the moment uh, then all the sops that you have to follow in terms of uh, when you return to your hotel the choice of hotel uh, where you're staying uh, if you're taking a taxi you have to be very very sure about whether the driver is following the norms or not a lot of the times they don't want to follow it a lot of 
a lot of drivers don't like to wear masks etc and also to sanitize your taxis and cars etc so it's um, it, it was a um, it was a heavy it was heavy going jan let me put it this way it was not the not the light uh, uh, you know fun assignment that it used to be yeah i can imagine and you know one thing uh, you know one thing that we associate with uh, the run up to elections is large rallies politicians going and interacting with people um so you know we will get to the fact that the election commission has noted with some concern that a lot of these uh, covid norms that they came up with earlier are being are being flouted rather openly but just uh, you know from a visual standpoint uh, has that changed a lot in the in just the way that politicians conduct themselves you no know, see everybody is wearing some sort of a mask but it's around your chin or your neck i yeah. found very few people actually wearing the mask as they're supposed to wear it which is that you cover your nose and your mouth completely and uh, uh, constantly fiddling with the mask which is a complete no no all right you're not supposed to touch your mask or your face you know when you're out um i found very few people also sanitizing uh, their hands uh, maybe they are washing hands frequently i don't know i didn't see that um in the countryside almost nobody is wearing any masks and i found a very very strange thing this time in bihar is that uh, there is a large there's a feeling in the countryside that this is uh, largely an urban disease which is true uh it's largely an urban disease but that it has no penetration in the in the rural areas because rural people are hardy and have a greater immunity which i i mean they may be hardy but i'm not so sure about the immunity or the fact that they may or may not get covid you know but the certainty with which they believe it was i was a little taken aback you know because uh, i was told that a lot of other people also found the same uh, same feelings a lot of other reporters who had traveled in the countryside also reported the same thing to me saying that um, there is a strong belief in the countryside that uh, they will not be getting covid and that this is largely a, a rich man's disease or a urban person's disease right huh. so uh, uh, and if you look at um, rallies you are seeing huge crowds so i don't think there is an upper limit to the crowd but election commission in its uh, sops had said that people should be wearing masks and you know do social uh, uh, distancing and all you've seen the videos uh, and there is nothing of the kind uh, that is happening there and uh, for indoor meetings you can still control it but for outdoor rallies i don't know how how these can be imposed i'm waiting to see prime minister modi's rally on the 23rd i've been told by the bjp that Uh, all the sops would be put in place for the prime minister's rally and maybe we'll get a template on how it should be done um, let's see but as of now nobody is following uh, any of the rules or any of the sops that are required for covid protection from covid or some preventative behavior with regard to covid right yeah i know i noted in one of your reports that um i think the bjp in charge there i think that's mr fadnavis hmm. uh, was had actually noticed that you know elections are a kind of a they're a kind of a festival in themselves yeah so i think yeah. there is a cultural problem here you know jayant uh, yeah. anything is we are used to doing elections and campaigning in a certain way certain things mean a certain thing you know they're symbols yeah. like a big attended rally would be a symbol of a youth support or a growing support for a particular candidate you know so if there is not enough crowd uh it will mean that this person is kind of losing steam in the campaign if a person doesn't take a convoy of some 20 30 or more cars to the 
local uh, magistrate's office while filing nomination papers means this is a non-serious candidate. So these are cultural things that we have attached to campaigning, you know, as symbols of uh, strength and uh, popularity and things like that. Uh, It's not COVID compatible because COVID is a very solid, it's a disease that requires you to be very solitary. So I don't know how that can, um, how anybody thought that that could be compatible, that there could ever be a a compatible way of doing an election in India uh, in these circumstances. Right. And you must have interacted with a fair number of politicians. Uh, you know, they are some of the most vulnerable people. They are Most of them are pretty old. Uh, they interact with a lot of people. What, what were they telling you uh, during on the campaign trail? See, half the people had already got it. So, right. uh, so most of them had got an antibody test done and, you know, they were swimming with their blood was swimming with antibodies is what they told, uh, told me. And uh, uh, the others were saying that uh, there is no COVID. There's, uh, you know, Bihar has seen very low incidence of COVID, according to them. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to check the figures and that Bihar has, you know, a good uh, recovery rate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they were trying, trying to minimize uh, whatever dangers there were. But uh, it, uh, I kept my mask on, of course, and I requested whoever I was meeting that could you please, for my sake, uh, keep it on. And I would just tell people whoever I met, I said, I, I don't fear uh, getting COVID from you, but I fear that you might get it from me. So for my sake, please wear it. And I would try to be extremely polite about it because it is difficult. Uh, most politicians have been traveling a lot. Um, proximity and all sorts of things have been there. They're huddled in meetings, indoors, outdoors, etc. So they're vulnerable and there is a persistence in uh, uh, um, risky behavior with regard to COVID. Just now, this morning, I got a call that two people I may have met on Saturday in Patna may be down with COVID. So I'm quarantining myself. So, um, you know, so all these are like par for the course. If you're going to be covering elections in Patna, uh, you better be prepared to quarantine for some time. Right. Yeah, and as you mentioned earlier, a lot of election reporting is, you know, um, stopping in places, getting a sense loitering, of uh, yeah, yeah. loitering, you know, getting a, doing this kind of walk pop thing, mm. or not exactly, but getting a sense of, uh, you know, which way the wind is blowing. Mm. And I was just wondering, I mean, though I'm aware that you might have, uh, your ability to do that might have been limited this time, does uh, does COVID at all figure in, um, in the discussion around uh, various parties' election prospects? Certainly the migrants' uh, exodus back mm. home uh, that right, is that, uh, that did yeah. figure a lot a lot of people have a lot of hurt feelings about uh, the way it was handled uh, um, you know by the state and uh, central governments and other governments also host states you know how you know they couldn't keep the workers and you know force them to almost uh, trudge uh, uh, trudge back to their own states um, what happened with them when they reached their villages, they were put into quarantine centers and village schools, etc. So um, th- that comes up a lot. The fact that uh, there is a lot of labor right now uh, in uh, in uh, Bihar, uh, they are waiting for the festival season to get over, to get back to their jobs. Most are waiting for people to call them back. Uh, airport in Patna, the departures are packed, departure lounges packed with returning labor. So it's pretty much in the mix. The disease itself is not in the mix, but the consequences of it on interstate workers or as they are referred, migrant workers, uh, is pretty much in the mix uh, whenever you talk to anybody. Right. So so they are talking about uh, things like uh, the lockdown and um, how... Certainly it has affected people's livelihoods to a huge extent. 
and therefore uh, people are talking about it a lot i'm not pretty, i'm not very sure that they are heaping all the blame on the on the government uh, or that it will necessarily lead to a, a political break uh, with uh, you know particular political parties you know saying that you know these guys didn't help us so i'm not voting for this person anymore uh, but um, you know there is a, a feeling of being abandoned you know, so that uh, and hurt that people are feeling right so you know uh, just coming back to this issue of coverage uh, you're one of the very few journalists who has gone from delhi this time right. that's uh, very uncharacteristic because especially uh, elections like bihar a lot of people from all over the country uh, lined up to do coverage um do you think in any way that uh, that has affected the kind of uh, picture that we're getting from bihar no i think the, uh, a lot of tv journalists have gone and uh, in fact i'm glad you asked this question because uh, i wanted to tell you about something very strange the half the reporters who i spoke to i think 80% of the reporters who i spoke to who had traveled from delhi had homes in patna so that was one of right. the reasons why their offices allowed them to go to travel because you know offices are also very scared of putting their reporters uh, you know in the in the way of risk so a lot of the reporters who have traveled to patna have homes their family homes etc etc so they're a little comfortably off you know in a domestic situation in terms of staying and now managing to keep to covid protocols at least at home managing to sanitize etc etc uh, the second lot uh, i spoke to um, had already had covid so they felt a little more relaxed about traveling because uh, they still believe that at least for 3 4 months they'll be immune you know they'd bought some immunity for themselves although they were all wearing masks also so let me kind of put everybody's mind at ease on that um I found very few journalists. I think there was one lady uh, anchor uh, from a leading political uh, TV channel. I think she and I, and I think I met just one more person who had never had COVID till now. Touch wood, and we were out reporting, and we had no home in Patna. So uh, I think uh, individual uh, uh, media houses have have done some sort of a risk calculation in terms of assigning. Uh, uh, assigning uh, this particular uh, election for coverage and um, i don't think that it's uh, affected the kind of coverage you're getting um, it's been pretty robust as far as i could see people are traveling people are going into the rural areas people are doing their shows etc you know various scenic spots in the city um uh, and there is a lot of doing and froing i don't think that has uh, um stopped I just think that individual uh, media houses have taken their individual calls. There's no template to it. There's nothing. We're basically in the great unknown, and everybody is just feeling their way through. So some organizations have not sent people from Delhi. Some have, and uh, some have kind of tried to minimize the risk by sending people who already had COVID or, um, uh, you know, have homes in in Patna. So I think everybody is just feeling their way around because nobody has ever done this before. Right. and just to kind of get some get some final impressions so we have been the national conversation around a possible the possible risk of a second wave is you know around diwali and the festive season um i think uh, the whole the, the fact that uh, elections as you say are a kind of a festive occasion in themselves uh, has not maybe not been factored in as much um th- did it strike you that maybe this should not be happening at this time uh, did you ever get that impression when you were there i think the people were pretty relaxed about it 
um, right. the people at large were pretty relaxed about it. And um, when I was there, I mean, I got back only last night. It's only now that the big rallies have started. So when I was there, it was still starting out. So at that time, people were still relaxed about it. I don't know what uh, the Election Commission of India or the government of India um, or anybody else who was in a position to kind of know uh, thought while deciding that this election should take place. I think it was just that uh, other other places have had elections, including other countries like South Korea and New Zealand and other countries. And uh, they felt that rather than uh, risk some, you know, constitutional extension of the same government or a president's rule, uh, better to just get on with it. I think it also hews to um, what the government's uh, attitude has been after, uh, you know, the lockdown period got over and the gradual unlocking uh, that uh, this is a disease that uh, we have learned to, we have to learn to be with and uh, work around. I think I think that was it. I think that was the idea behind it. Let's see how it works out because as I told you, we've nobody's ever been in this place and i right. i think this particular election will hopefully provide some sort of a templating for the next set of elections which is tamil nadu west bengal assam etc next right right and just to end with nistula um you, you did mention that the big rallies are uh, yet to happen uh, mm. just uh, give us an outline of who is uh, who is set to speak and uh, you know what's the what's the kind I of event that we're expecting well we've already started having some union ministers and chief ministers from the bjp stable making it uh, then chief minister nitish kumar has started off uh, i think 2 3 days ago with his rallies tejasvi yadav who's the chief of the rjd has been attracting huge crowds uh, those are the videos actually which have uh, really scared everybody, both politically and with regard to COVID. And, right. uh, uh, and Prime Minister Narendra Modi will be doing 12 rallies uh, starting uh, uh, and over four days. So he'll be doing either three rallies or four rallies a day uh, right. on those chosen days. And he'll be starting on the 23rd. The first, um, uh, the first phase of polling is, I think, on uh, 28th. Uh, so this will be for the first phase uh, polling and he will be gradually doing other rallies for the second and third phase as well. Right. All right, Nistula, I mean, that was a great to talk to you on this kind of personal level about the Bihar polls. We might speak again about... Yes, uh, I'm, I'm not much of a naval gazer, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not much of a naval gazer, Jant. I like to keep myself out of the news. But uh, I think this is there is a media story here as well. I think, right. uh, I think reporters, and I'm not saying this just because I went there, I think right. reporters as such have been very brave and are doing a brave job. I just hope that nobody falls sick. Right. Great to have that perspective from you. And uh, thank you so much for joining us for You're this week. You're most welcome, Jan. Thank you very much. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.